scripture reading and the following address were part of the YouTube streamed worship video by St Paul's Lutheran Church, Box Hill, Victoria, Australia, on March the 6th, 2022. For more information, visit www.stpaulsboxhill.org.au. comes from Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 10. The word is near you, on your lips and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For one believes with the heart and so is justified. And one confesses with the mouth, and so is saved. The scripture says, No one who believes in him will be put to shame, for there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. The same Lord is Lord of all, and is generous to all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. This is the word of the Lord. My address today is going to be picking up on the words from the second reading in the main, Romans chapter 10. But before um, we look at that, I wonder what you talk about after worship, what generally fills your conversations. Maybe after the news of yesterday, you know, the shock and horror of a, a tragic death of Shane Warne, maybe this is something that we fill with our conversations. Uh, maybe there are some other things that come to mind. Gee, that was a long service, wasn't it? Boy, that pastor, he sort of waffled on a bit, didn't he? We might have a discussion on what's on this coming week. And of course, footy season's almost here, so we'll all want to be talking about the Sydney Swans, won't we? Uh, maybe not. What's on your lips and in your heart is my question, though. How do you respond to God's work in your life today through the word and through God's actions here in worship. How do you respond? Let's pray. Lord, loving God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Our loving rock and redeemer. Amen. So I would like to take us on a little bit of a review journey of some of the things that God has been saying to us in our worship over these past Sundays. So, for example, not so long ago, we heard in Psalm 1 that we were called to be like trees planted by streams of water, to be strong, to stand firm in our faith and our confession of faith as we hear God's word in our lives. Strong foundations of, uh, for life, I think they, uh, God is calling us to. Jesus is Lord, is the response. Jesus is my Lord. That's the confession of faith we make. And that was a, a wonderful confession that we heard here last Sunday for those that were able to be part of the confirmation service. We were quite inspired as the young people made an extended confession saying this is why I believe in Jesus. Uh, and it was, as I say, many people uh, talked about how inspiring that was. Today we're going to do the same together after the sermon. I'll invite us to do that in the words of the creed, that we make this strong confession of faith with so many people in the church. God's word at work in our lives. Today in our second reading, Paul in Romans 
says this of your confession of faith. The word is near you, on your lips and in your heart, this word that we make. That is the word of faith that we proclaim, Paul says. If you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. We recently also heard in Isaiah 6 about a connection between this confession of faith on our lips and God's heart for the world and his call on you and me to bring that heart into the world. In Isaiah chapter 6, we heard of Isaiah in worship in the temple in Jerusalem and the foundations are shaking and Isaiah says, woe is me, I don't belong here, I'm, not, I'm a sinful human. And then these words come, then one of the seraphs who was there, one of the heavenly creatures flew to me holding a live coal that had been taken from the altar with a pair of tongs. The seraph touched my lips, touched my mouth with it. And then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send? Who will go for us? And Isaiah responds, here I am, send me. There is a deep and sure connection between this word of God and the confession that forms on our lips and the very heart of God for the world, for all people, that all might be saved. So Paul goes on then in the book of Romans, in his letter to the Romans, to say these words after what we've heard in our reading today. He says, How are they to call on one in whom they have not believed? This is other people who don't know Jesus and confess him as Lord. And how are they to believe in one of whom they've never heard or forgotten about, perhaps? And how are they to hear without someone to proclaim him? And how are they to proclaim him unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. So faith comes from what is heard... And what is heard comes through the word of God. Dear friends, I put it to you that the heart of God, the heart of God for his world, for all people, God's heart is for you. God loves you and me so much that he sent his son, Jesus. And Jesus came. He came for you. He came for me. Jesus came to walk this walk of life that we all do with its joys and with its struggles and to give his life for you. He willingly suffered and he died so that the poison of sin would be his cup to drink on our behalf. And God exchanged that punishment for a gift, a free gift of life. Jesus exchanged all of that for you and me. Each Sunday in Lent then, as we celebrate a little Easter, we know that death couldn't hold Christ and that God's heart for, and love for all people is to share this story with all the world so that all might have trust in him. Because if you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's no buts and no maybes. Pure promise. Each 
Sunday that we gather. So it seems to me then, as I hear all of these words, and let me try and bring all of this together, I know it's a lot to take in, but the ear bone of faith is connected to the heart bone as the word comes to me and comes to you. The ear bone is connected to the heart bone and the heart bone is connected to the lip bone as I hear the word of the Lord. And that brings together my whole life. In him I live and have my being. So as we enter this season of Lent, hear this word of the Lord for you, come to you. God's gift for you. And as we enter this season of Lent, we're reminded that this is a season to turn anew, to turn afresh to God. And one of the things that Luther reminded me of in, turning, in the turning aspect of Lent is the description that he makes of the original sin. Luther and the other reformers talk of the original sin as being um, this image of us being turned in on ourselves, being so focused on all that matters for me. This Lent, as God calls us to turn anew, to turn afresh to Jesus, may I encourage you to lift up your eyes, lift up your hearts to those around us. So here's a question for you for discussion after worship today. What about people who don't know Jesus and who don't confess him as Lord. What does that mean for you who receive this word of God, this gift of God, and are called to lift our eyes beyond ourselves? Well, Paul says, how are they, these other people, to call on the one whom they've not believed? And how are they to believe in one whom they've never heard of? And how are they to hear unless someone is sent to proclaim him? What does this mean for us, might be Luther's question. I don't think we're all called or indeed prepared or gifted to be evangelists. We might be, and I'd really want to explore that, and Pastor Nathan is helping us do that in our own space. But it's good to identify the gifts that God provides us with, with our hearts of faith to live it out. For we're all called to be witnesses to this Jesus, individually and collectively. And together then, as God's body, let's consider the amazing gifts that we have to share a powerful witness in the world. On this little Easter day, I encourage you to rejoice in the confession of faith that you have. This faith in your heart, this life that you have, the difference that you can make. And I'd also like you to consider how God is calling you to share and use your gifts in bringing this gospel to the world. You see, I think that no matter what calling you might have, no matter what role you might play in society, and particularly in the church I'd like to pick up today, you play an important part in ensuring this gospel, this good news of Jesus is brought to people by your witness. In each and every role that you um, uh, contribute to, you contribute to the proclamation of Jesus for the world. So as we enter this season of Lent, this season where God calls us to turn, to turn anew and to turn afresh to him, together let's consider our witness, 
our part in bringing the gospel both within the community here of faith and beyond into the community and into the world. How is God calling you to serve at St Paul's? I'd like to ask Karen to come up and just uh, talk to us of an opportunity for us to consider that further. Thanks, Karen. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. As you came in today, you would have received a service opportunity form like this, and if you don't have one, please put your hand up and the ushers will bring you one. You'll see on there that there are many and varied roles for ministry across all areas of St Paul's, including worship, child, youth and family, mission, care for others, administration and more. The first part of the form lists all the areas that we need volunteers for and the people who have oversight of those areas. If you're interested in one of those and want to know more about that specific role, please feel free to contact the person who's listed there. We couldn't fit all the role details onto one form. The second part of the form is where you can express interest in being involved in a particular ministry role or indicate that you're already serving in that role and would like to continue serving. So we encourage you to take a few minutes during or after this service to fill in the form and return it to the box in the foyer or the ushers at the back there, or you can bring it back next week. You can also fill the form out online on Elvanto using the links provided in the St Paul's email this week. We would appreciate the forms being returned to us by the 20th of March so they can be collated, and then your responses will be passed on to the various ministry leaders by the 8th of April. You will then be contacted by the relevant ministry leader during April to follow up on your expression of interest in a particular role. Our hope is that following training and inductions, new roles will be taken up in Term 2 this year. Thank you for supporting St Paul's season of service and mission through your responses. Thanks, Karen. Good on you. So you've got those dates there just up on the screen, as Karen mentioned, and we'll be encouraging you and reminding you about those over these weeks. God's heart of love is revealed in Jesus and his word of life, his word of forgiveness, his word of hope. You and I who confess Jesus as Lord are saved. You are forgiven. You are a person. We are a community of new and eternal life people. Just stop and breathe that in just for half a moment. That's who we are. And then consider those people who don't know Jesus. And then prepare to breathe out the heart of God on your lips and in your living. Maybe this is the conversation for after worship today. How are you and I, how am I called to serve to help bring the word of life to the world? Together we have this amazing gift, life, life eternal in Jesus for the world. How will you respond to God's call? Amen. And let's pray. Heavenly Father, send your Holy Spirit to continue to work faith in our hearts. Assure us of your sure promises and prepare us and give us willing hearts to hear and respond to your call to serve with your life. In Jesus' name.